my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is that if you normally default to hour-long meetings, try experimenting with 40-minute ones instead. You might be surprised at how much better your schedule feels. Over years of studying people's schedules, I found that people generally default to a certain length of meeting. For most people, that's an hour, though some people in organizations default to 30 minutes. But it's all kind of strange if you think about it. I mean, not all business or human matters fit neatly into a 60-minute segment of time. Some stuff takes five minutes. Some stuff takes all day. But rather than ask how much time a given interaction will require, whoever's doing the scheduling defaults to the default. You ask for time on a person's calendar, and you get 60 minutes. If everyone gets 60 minutes, though, you wind up stacking these meetings on the hour, usually, all day long. And there's little time to do anything else, unless you're disciplined about leaving an hour or two open. Now, to my mind, the best approach is to ask, while scheduling, exactly what needs to be covered and how long that will take. Then the meeting can be scheduled for that length of time, whether it's five minutes, 20 minutes, or 97 minutes. I also know that's probably not going to happen. So instead, another idea is to set your default at 40 minutes. And here's why this might be wise. There's very little that would normally be slotted for 60 minutes that couldn't be done in 40. There's a lot of throat clearing and such in your average meeting. A shorter time frame forces discipline. But even better, if you schedule these meetings on the hour, you have 20 minutes in between each one. If it runs a little over, you're still on time. If it gets out when it's supposed to, you have 20 minutes to work on other things, which is enough time to actually do something, as opposed to the five to 10 minutes people often get between meetings. It also allows for more open space if you're strategic. For instance, if you start one meeting on the hour and then start another at 20 minutes after the hour, you can get a 40-minute break in between meetings. That's enough for lunch or to really get caught up. Or if you really need to stack in the meetings on a particular day, you can do three in the time you normally would have done two in your old 60-minute default mode. When a schedule appears to have no more space for fitting stuff in, that is one way to make it work. Now, I know that electronic calendars conspire against this, which is one reason I'm not a fan of electronic calendars. 
though I know that's a losing battle and a subject for a different time. But if you are running a team or an organization, you can set whatever times you want. Shortening the default meeting time and making it slightly more unorthodox will put a lot more discipline in your schedule. Do you have a default meeting link? If it's something other than 30 or 60 minutes, let me know. You can email me at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.